Welcome to episode 11 of Causes for Change, a podcast where I talk to nonprofit founders, philanthropists, and others who donate time and talents to charitable causes. On this podcast, we'll explore why people give, how we can all be a little more charitable, and get to know these incredible people. I'm Tori Lindy, founder of Education Through Travel, a nonprofit dedicated to educating students and teachers around the world. Education Through Travel's virtual 5K fun run is still going. This is a fundraiser to raise money for technology to help students around the world who are struggling to keep up with school due to distance learning. To learn more, check out our Instagram at Education Through Travel. If you would like to donate or participate, there is information there on our Instagram, or you can reach out to me at causesforchangepodcast at gmail.com. On today's episode, we will be talking with Sarah LeClaire. Sarah is an activist in every sense of the word. She shares her knowledge to help others know how to make a difference in their communities. I'm really excited for everyone to hear this conversation, and hopefully you will want to move forward with your own cause. Now let's dive into my conversation with Sarah. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to Causes for Change. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. So just as we're getting started, let our listeners know who you are, how you got to where you are today. Well, my name is Sarah, obviously, and I am a college student right now, and I focus most of my time on activism and advocacy. I, over the last few years, have been studying natural resource economics at the University of Rhode Island and um, with like math and political science as well. And I just am really passionate about making a difference and helping people. And so I've just done my best to become an activist. I think that is so awesome. That is why I asked you on here today, because that is what Causes for Change is all about, is letting people know how they can make a difference and and be an activist in their own way and in the causes that they are passionate about. So thank you so much for being willing to, to share a little bit about that with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm incredibly excited. Of course, yes. So on Instagram, you're known as the Hecking Activist. Can you give us a little bit of background on how you, you know, came to do that and what inspired you to share that with others? Yeah, so I actually got into the social media game pretty late into my life, Um So only just a few years ago, I first got Instagram and I was hecking tired. And then after a little while, I realized I wanted to make it a bit more positive and be able to use my social media, like my personal accounts, as a positive influence on everyone who was following me and see how many people I could positively affect with these things. So I changed it to hecking activist. as it is today. And I've been doing a lot of activism throughout my high school years and college years. It started with some cool, like, little feminist initiatives and, um, like, little community projects. And I was trying to build. So I did community initiatives and, like, feminist stuff in high school. And then I was really involved in my community. And so I wanted to kind of bring that to a larger scale. So I have been writing and doing blog posts 
and social media outreach for several different um, Instagram accounts over the last few years. And I've been doing political articles and I've been kind of just teaching myself how to get into the world of political science, journalism, and activism. And it's been incredibly eye-opening and it's made me feel more connected to the world and more able to share my voice with everyone. Wow. Yeah, I love that. I've talked about this a few times on the podcast in the past is I think it's so cool when someone takes what they're passionate about and shares it with other people because it's one thing to think like, oh yeah, I should, you know, go do a service project and then like be done with it that day. But to to make it part of like who you are and to move it forward in a bigger way beyond yourself, I think takes a really special person. And I and I hope that we can all become a little bit more like that. Yes, exact. That's exactly how I feel. Another one of my main ideas that I like to share with people is that activism is completely accessible to everyone, like at all points in time. So even if you do just like do that one community project that one time, you can like turn it into a lifestyle and it doesn't have to be all consuming or it doesn't have to be your main focus in life. Uh, I fully believe that activism is just identifying the opportunities you have every day to make change and taking those opportunities. So it's not any different than your everyday life. It's just making the best with what you've got to make the best with the world. I would completely agree. I actually reached out to you because on your guide to being an activist that you put up on your, your Instagram, you said the definition of activism, similar to like just what you just said, is identifying choices in everyday life that can make a difference and then making those choices. It's as simple as that. And I tell people all the time, like you don't have to devote your entire existence to helping others to be an activist or to be charitable. It's just those little choices every day that can move move the needle just a little bit. So I think that is pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. You're talking about accessibility and activism, and that, that kind of seems to be your, your theme you have going on. So can you tell us a little bit about this accessibility and activism that you've been focusing on lately? Oh, of course. So I personally have struggled with accessibility with like school and work and activism specifically because I, um, I've had mental health struggles and chronic illness struggles. So I have had like a soft introduction to the difficulties that a lot of people face when trying to just go about their daily lives, whether it's with work or advocacy. So I've been looking into it more and more, and the more activism I do, the more I realize that you really need to focus on including everyone and making activism accessible before doing anything else. Because accessibility is about racial justice, it's about environmental justice, it's about disability rights, it's about, like, gender equality and social justice. And I fully believe that's what activism should be doing. It should be making sure that everyone is accounted for, included, and 
able to take part in bettering their community. And so with accessibility, you just need to focus on talking to people and making connections. And that's where activism starts. That's where accessibility starts. And then from there, you can build on including more people, making the movement bigger, making everything like more exciting and changing the world. And so accessibility is really just like my form of intersectionality that I've liked to focus on because the definition of intersectionality, which was coined by Kimberly Crenshaw in the 90s, I believe, um, it's just identifying that different people's different identities are not separate from one another. So you're disadvantagement in one area will multiply with your disadvantages in another area. So that means that you have to account for all ages, all abilities, all different identities, and recognize that people have have these differences, and then move on from there in order to actually make a solid movement. If an organization or a movement is only allowing people to help if they can donate $1,000, or they're only allowing people to help if they can, you know, build a house by themselves, that's not very accessible, and it makes people feel like they can't help, right? And so that's like oversimplifying it a little bit, but I think it's it's important to show people that anyone can do something, and if an organization is willing to to make that more apparent and to make that true it will help even more. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty, it's like a simple thing to focus on, but a lot of people overlook it all the time. Yeah, I can definitely see how that could happen, but I think it it is really important, like you're saying. So I think that, you know, bringing this to the forefront and to help other people recognize it is, is a very important thing to do. So I think that what you're doing is just extremely helpful and educational. Thank you. I really love doing it. I'm happy to be bringing these messages to the forefront. And a lot of things that I point out to people or like talk about with people in regards to activism specifically, they say like, oh, I've like thought of that before, but I didn't know how to write it out or how to simplify it into such like concise terms. So I think giving people the the words with which they can express themselves is first of all like accessibility but it's also just empowering everyone to be able to share their voice and their morals and their ideas on how to make everything better so i've really enjoyed every second of like the tedious work of like activism and stuff just to be able to make everyone feel empowered in their own right and just able to make a difference, no matter what their abilities are. Yes, I would completely agree. And I think that there is something empowering about truly understanding and being able to to say what you are passionate about and to say what you are wanting to do. So one of the other things that you've talked about on your Instagram is doing the research. And you mentioned that there is some tediousness to to being an activist sometimes. And I think some people would think that research is one of those things, but what advice do you have to someone who they have a cause and they have something they're passionate about, but they want to learn more and know the best way to go about it? 
Well, to start off, I would definitely say that I'm not the best person to advise on like research because I love research and I love like learning and studying. So I'm incredibly nerdy and not average in that sense. But for anyone, no matter their interests in education, the first place to start is just to like look things up and just to get acquainted with anything that's like in the news or anything that's going on right now so that you can have a small introduction to whatever topic you want to research on. And starting small is definitely the way to go because a lot of these topics can get overwhelming very fast and there's endless amounts of information, research, names to remember. So starting small and just seeing what you can grasp and like having a good understanding and foundation with which to go on, you can go from there into whatever topics you find most interesting, whatever like little niche ideas you want to talk about most. And then like wherever you are, there are probably going to be groups that you can talk to or organizations that you can join to like talk with other people and form new ideas about these things or really make a difference with different like political organizations near you. And so researching is really just finding new ways to think about these topics and just like trying to understand your place in these all of the events that are going on and whatever topic that you're trying to understand. So then once you have a better understanding of it, you can actually make a difference. Because if you aren't educated on something and you aren't willing to open your mind about things, then you're not actually learning and you're not going to be able to change anything. Like with racial justice, a lot of the Black Lives Matter movement is based upon white people educating themselves. And that's essential to not only racial justice, but to every type of activism, because you have to be willing to have an open mind, educate yourself, question your previously held beliefs and anything that you may have thought prior to educating yourself, and be able to like see the world in a new light so that once you have educated yourself and maybe like challenged your beliefs then you can take that and share the knowledge with other people whether it's through like writing or podcasts or like social media posts or just like standing on the corner and yelling out like different things that you feel passionately about <laughs> um No matter what it is, you can share your knowledge with other people and then spread these things. I think that is absolutely true. I think having an open mind, educating yourself, and then taking action and allowing yourself to learn, not just to like, oh yeah, that's nice, and then not taking anything away from it is extremely important. And then, like you said, moving forward with that knowledge. And you mentioned, you know, writing, podcasting, talking to your friends about it, things like that. You also mentioned earlier that you write for a few nonprofits and different platforms. If any of our listeners are interested in doing something like that, how did you get into doing that? 
I basically just asked them if I could join. <laughs> I messaged the first organization that I joined through Instagram, and that, this was about a year ago. And they luckily let me work with their team, and they were absolutely amazing. It was called the Minty Project, and it was an educational account on reproductive health and um, period poverty. And so I learned a lot through them on how to kind of connect with other people. And if anyone ever wants to like get involved in an organization, my advice would really just be to ask. Like a lot of organizations and groups are really just looking for more people to join and more uh, help in their daily activities. So if you're at all interested in something, whether it's just to like ask an organization like what they're about or even ask to like join them on their day-to-day -day activities, just like send them an email or a text or DM them on Instagram and it's likely that they'll be incredibly receptive to you and then whether or not you end up working with them, you'll still have a new contact and an exciting new pieces of information to go on. And as you build up your skills and as you learn how to kind of format your media or content or writing to different groups or different voices, then you'll be able to kind of market your skills more as well. So then you can take what you've learned in a volunteer setting and make your own organizations and create like huge activist initiatives like Greta Thunberg and um, Autumn Peltier and all of these climate activists didn't just go right to CNN or BBC and say like, hey, I am going to save the world. They started small. So it's always great to remember that you have to start small and just reach out on your own and ask people what you can get involved with. And from there, you have the world of opportunities. I just love that. I think that is so true. And that is what I've been preaching here for a while now is you just have to ask. You just have to take that first step. You just have to take a little bit of initiative and you can make a true difference. And I think that's just a really important thing for everyone to remember is it just takes just the tiniest little bit of courage to to reach out and then you can just be a force someday. So I think that is very well put. Yeah, it's, I feel so passionately about this. I have gotten almost every oppor like great opportunity I've ever gotten by quite literally just asking people. One time I emailed someone for like five emails in a row. This was a person like at a like high, like really good university. And I was just begging them to give me an internship. And after like five emails, I guess I wore them down and they gave me an internship. So then I was able to take that opportunity. And like everything else I've done, whether it's at the scale of like getting a paid internship or not, is really just like going after what you want. 
and the best thing that ever happens to me ever is when other people find my Instagram like you or like the girls I went to high school with or young people who I've connected with just message me on Instagram saying like hey I was really kind of like inspired by what you did it it helped me to get over this like difficulty in my life or it inspired me to join this initiative and just hearing people reach out and saying that they're either excited about these things or that I helped them in any way shape or form fills my heart with so much joy and love and it makes me the happiest person alive so just if anyone listening to this ever wants to reach out to me or any other activist do it and you'll you'll have the best time and you'll make their day. (laughs) I would completely agree with that because anyone who reaches out to me on the podcast or through my organization, I just love talking to people and I love being able to help anyone in any way I can. And so I would completely agree with that. So just ask, just go for it, I think is a very good takeaway from this podcast today. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So before we wrap up with our final question, was there anything else you wanted to share with the listeners today? I think that all I really want to convey is that you have endless opportunities in your life to make your life better and make other people's lives better. So just go out there with an open mind, educate yourself, and good things will happen. (laughs) I love it. Our final question is... If you could just give one piece of advice to our listeners of what they can do if they have a cause that they're passionate about or they want to be an activist, what would that advice be? The number one thing that I always tell my friends, family, and other activists to do is to take care of yourself. That is the first step to taking care of the rest of the world. Because if you're not keeping yourself alive at the bare minimum and not allowing yourself to function and live your life, then you will not be able to function at the scale needed to make the world better or to like make any significant change. And it's incredibly hard to take care of yourself. I for sure know from experience that like life is just hard and things can get rough. But once you really deal with them, your issues and whatever's going on in your life, then you can focus on things outside of yourself and fully apply yourself to be your best self and best activist. I love that answer. Just take care of yourself. It is very important and often forgotten when you're focusing so much on others. So thank you so much for sharing that. For those people who want to reach out to you or learn more about activism in general through you, how can they reach you? Well, the primary place that people reach out to me is on Instagram. I am at hecking underscore activist. You can also find me on Facebook or Twitter or even TikTok now at hecking activist. And um, if you want to contact me directly, you can also go to my email. It's leclairesarah 11 at gmail.com. And I always welcome anyone who wants to get involved, do new projects, or ask for any type of advice or support to always contact me. 
Well, thank you so much. I will link all those places that people can contact you in the show notes. And I am just so grateful that I got to talk to you today. This has been lovely. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I think that this project and podcast is a brilliant idea, and I'm so thankful to be able to take part in it. Thank you for everything you're doing. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I am so grateful I got to talk with Sarah and learn more about her story. And I am so grateful for all of you. If you liked the conversation with Sarah today, and if you were inspired to do a little more, please let me know. Tag me on Instagram at causes.for.change. If you know of ways people can help, have a cause that you want to share, or just want to reach out, please do through Instagram or email me at causesforchangepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps so much so that I can keep spreading a little more brightness.